I am so glad that you are joining Cindy LeFevre Yorks for this episode of His GPS for Your SOS. We pray these encouraging words will enrich and bless your day. Unpacking Acquisition and Purging Shopping for the average American woman once served as a popular pastime and for some even a source of entertainment. I remember living behind a shopping mall as a young girl and meeting a friend there and making a day of it. My husband's aunties used to meet every Saturday without fail to do the same. It's fair to say that shopping is to some degree a popular pastime in America for many women. In fact, women in the U.S. spent from one to three hours per week shopping, according to a 2014 poll conducted by Statista. Admittedly, that number now looks drastically different when we consider that the average person in these pandemic times spent more than 18 hours a day inside their own home. E-commerce is on the rise, even more so now in light of such restrictions. But a funny thing happened on the way to total lockdown. People began to take stock of what they already had in relationship to what they actually needed. I'm sure you aren't terribly surprised to learn that a vast discrepancy existed. Who needs a new pair of shoes when your day consists of trips from the bathroom to the kitchen to the family room and back to bed again? Slippers are a fine choice for in-home shuffling. As a result of this epiphany, many people began sifting through their overabundance and began purging the excess. So many people began doing this that donation centers became overloaded to the point that they declined new donations for quite a while. It became the perfect breeding ground for new ideas as people began the soul-searching undertaking of reevaluating need versus want. For some, it was an easy shift, out of sight, out of mind. For others, the notion cut to a deeper place, one of examining the value of stuff and the true costs of acquiring what is not needed in the first place. When you factor in the time spent and perhaps even wasted on what's not needed, it all adds up to a much-needed reboot. Set your mind on things above, not on earthly things, we read in Colossians 3.2. During the pandemic, we enjoyed more margin with regard to setting our minds on all kinds of things. Some people crafted, others read voraciously, some dove into long-standing projects, still others gravitated to God's Word and promises and drank in His perfect love. These were treasures easily accessible that we didn't have to stand in line for. They required no reservation, had no shelf life, or even a limited inventory. They have been, and always will be, plentiful, highly desirable, and valuable beyond measure. Does your short list of acquisitions include these precious treasures? Will we choose to turn our eyes away from worthless things, as we are instructed to do in Psalm 119.37? The Apostle Paul reminds us that we have enormous freedom to choose from legitimate and acceptable pursuits in this life. Not all things are beneficial. And that's from 1 Corinthians 10.23. How and what we spend our time and money matters in this life. Join me in a more careful scrutiny of what we acquire before we find ourselves overwhelmed by a sea of excess. I'd like to take this opportunity to read now from my first book, The Side Door, and this entry is called Curtain Call, when it's time for you to close down the old act. Beginning in July of 1971, Broadway theatergoers have been watching The Fan of the Opera on New York's Broadway stages. To date, as of this writing, it remained the longest-running show on Broadway, 
but prior to that, Hello Dolly held the proud distinction. With the exception of our salvation and the relationships God blesses, most of the possessions and relationships we enjoy at various times in our lives will have expiration dates. You probably don't see all of your elementary school classmates on a daily basis. You don't sleep with the stuffed bunny your grandmother gave you when you were two. It's unlikely you will drive your very first car well into your adult years. We are told in Ecclesiastes 3.1 that to everything there is a season and a time and a purpose under heaven. When we give our lives to Christ, Paul tells us in Ephesians 4.22-24 that we are to put off the old self, which belongs to your former manner of life, and to put on the new self, created after the likeness of God, in true righteousness and holiness. If you suffer from addiction, that may mean closing the curtain on things in your drawers or cabinets, or it may mean ridding yourself of companions who might thwart your faith walk. For some of us, especially those who revere loyalty as an important character trait, the idea of unfriending someone is contrary to our nature. We are indeed charged with bringing the good news to all people, as we are told in Matthew 28. But the recovering alcoholic may not be strong enough to bring the good news to the homeless man on the street with a bottle in his hand. And a woman who suffers from shopaholic disorders should probably not pass out tracks in the shopping mall. We want to surround ourselves with companions who will bring us up higher. But when we're strong enough for service, we also want to be ready to get our hands dirty. We need to use discernment and ask God for wisdom when we consider who we spend time with and, more importantly, why. Certainly love should be the primary motivating factor in all our relationships. We need to love others enough to help bring them into the fold. We should be persistent but realistic in prayer about where we are. Good advice regarding this is offered in Matthew 10:14. If anyone will not welcome you or listen to your words, leave that home or town and shake the dust off your feet. And the keys to kingdom living for this entry are seek God's direction before pulling the curtain, but be bold enough to do so when necessary. And the doorpost is let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And that's from Hebrews 12.1. Thank you for joining us today for this episode of His GPS for your SOS. Cindy also posts encouragement daily on Instagram. Her blogs can be found on her website, cindyyorks.com. Her entire Door Devotion trilogy is now available on Amazon.